Subject number four, poor health care on the res. Well, speaking of dementia, um, this was another subject I, I wanted to cover since I was seeing a lot of posts last year on Facebook about the coronavirus, how deadly it is. And then, then slowly you start to see people taking sides like, you guys need to stay home. That's why this thing is spreading. It's like, is it really spreading because people aren't staying home or is it spreading because someone is making this crap up in order to have the, the Navajo community turn against each other, you know, and, um, pick sides. And then, it, then it, eventually it would lead to the election because those who were mostly for the mask and social distancing and staying home, who had the luxury to stay home, that didn't live with an abuser, were going to eventually vote for Biden. But those that were trying to say, there's nothing wrong, let's keep going, why are we shutting down, would most likely vote for Trump. And when that dynamic started coming closer to the election day, that's when everybody's really taking sides. Oh, look at this Navajo Trump supporter. Uh, how dare they vote for Trump? And then there's like, oh, look at these dumbasses, uh, these dumb Navajo uh, supporters for Biden, you know, why are they voting for him? He's just going to ruin everything. So there was never really, there was never really an opportunity for anyone to kind of step back and say, all right, Hey man, let's, let's think about this. Why did this healthcare fail us? You know, is it because we really weren't listening or was it because the government was telling us, you know, um, but me, the way I saw it, and uh, I was explaining this to Navajo Pedro was that the the poor health care that, that these people were dying from, the the coronavirus, was because of all our elected officials over the years, all this money, and they kept stealing it. They stealing it, stealing it, stealing it. Buying uh, horse trailers, buying their family a new vehicle, uh, buying a new truck. Um, a lot of materialism stuff. You know, what what the Navajo culture was never really about was you know, about materialism, things that you can have and hold. And there are some people that, um, when they die, you know, you, you're only allowed to have some certain things inside your coffin or your casket, whatever you want, or however you want to be buried. You know, if you want to be wrapped up in a blanket, you know, um, all that going on is how Navajo culture kind of shifted. So now everything's all about what's new, what's latest, what's the trend basically. And the way these people were, were dying from, you know, this whole situation that everybody pretty much based on the coronavirus is that the, the, it was, um, they weren't healthy enough. Oh, it's the elderly because, you know, they, they're old and watch out for the young children. And, and then they were like, Oh, it's people who have diabetes. And that's where I was talking about how I went to my commander's home when for, for Clagato. Um, he lives in a different location, but I, I went to his house because he said he had the coronavirus. He was diagnosed with it. And the VA over in Albuquerque, they, they gave him some experimental or they gave him the vaccine or something like that. Then, um, then his kids put him up in the, the Marriott hotel, man for five days. So I don't know how many thousands they dropped right there, but that's how much they love their daddy. So I uh, can't say nothing negative about that, but 
when he came back, he talked to me and he was telling me that he was scared. And, you know, he says, yeah, I thought I was a tough guy, but this thing almost killed me. And I was like, I really don't think so, buddy. Um, let me show you. So I went over there without a mask and I went into his home and he did him and his wife didn't have a mask, but I kind of sat there and talked to them. I said, you know, uh, if anything, if I get sick, that's on me, you know, and they're like, um, whatever happens, you know, from here on out, you know, if I do come out of this, okay, then I want you guys to start thinking positive. That's the only way I can tell you, because other than that, if you keep thinking negative that you're going to die, you, you know, your brain and your body are eventually going to give up. And yeah, this, whatever sickness you guys have, whether it be coronavirus or just like, you know, uh, what was that other pneumonia, um, whatever it is, or just a common cold, you know, but whatever it is that you're suffering from, it will overtake you if you don't stop thinking negative. I said, so if you start thinking positive and I said, that's why I'm here. So in a few days, I'm going to call you back and let you know if I'm sick or not. And so for 14 days, I kept calling my commander say, Hey man, I'm still here. I'm still okay. Um, I don't have the symptoms that these guys are talking about. So it's, um, you know, that should let you know that, you know, don't let this get the best of you. So he finally, you know, him and his wife, they finally got out of it. So I was kind of giving them a pep talk. I was there for about uh, 35 to 40 minutes, maybe because I, I had another driver and, uh, I could have passed it on to him, but you know, I was willing to do that, man. I just was like, I'm willing to take the blame. Let's see if this coronavirus really is spreading, you know, and so when I got back home, you know, I was around my mom, my brother, and a few days later, they were, they were fine. Few, about a week later, there was fine. Even the guy that gave me a ride, he was fine. So I told my commander after 14 days, I said, dude, I don't know what happened, man, because you say you got sick, your wife got sick, the CDC and all these other people, the IHS and all that, they're saying that, you know, stay home, quarantine, don't let anybody come visit, wear your mask if you do. There's, I said, there's too many rules and I don't know why I didn't get everybody else around me sick. Did I absorb it or did I have some kind of special thing in my DNA or was this all a pile of crap? You know, so that's, that, that was that as far as, um, as far as trying to prove that, you know, the poor healthcare system that we have on the reservation was all because these yeah, bureaucrats, these politicians wanted to steal all that money. Whatever money came through the tribe, they wanted it for themselves and they could have easily bought a lot of these, um, medical devices. And I, I don't know what else I, uh, I think I've already talked about this before, but the medical apparatus that, that a lot of these people needed, uh, even, uh, even the, uh, those suffering from diabetes, you know, they could have had a lot of this stuff together and, uh, you know, the IHS would have been, you know, state of the art. Uh, medical facility, but because greed reared its ugly head and these, um, all our past president, uh, Navajo nation presidents were all raised through like boarding school and the, the education system and thought and taught to think like a worker bee, you know, there's like, Oh, there's money. I got to steal it. All right. There's money. Let's go find a way to, you know, uh, put it under the table, you know, if you help me steal this, I'll give you this much. And so it's great that they were, 
actually working together to steal money like Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12, you know, but it was sad that they thought of themselves only. So at a time when something really, um, well, I guess the way people would say it was when a time of a health crisis actually showed up, that's where they had no answers for it. They're like, uh, I don't know. I guess it's, it's really the coronavirus. It's really, uh, these people are not healthy enough. They should just stay home. Yeah. Let them stay home so we can steal some more money. It's like, if that's your logic, fine. You know, that's, steal all the money you want. Cause karma's a bitch and karma will come back for you. But, um, to say that these Navajos were unhealthy from, you know, their own choices, it's like, yeah, but you know what? You guys wouldn't, you know, the Navajo nation won't let, you know, a decent, um, you know, what do you call those things? Farmer's market come onto the res because anybody that does try to start a business and there they go, they go after him. Well, you need to pay this. You need to pay that. And, um, who was it? Somebody was telling me a story about someone in window rock who opened up, uh, I want to say it's a barber shop, but then I also want to say it's, um, a small little kitchen cafe thing, uh, cafe. So, oh, we'll say both of them, the barbershop and a cafe, two different people, but they had the same issues with the tribe where the tribe came in because these guys didn't have to pay the tribe. The tribe's coming in and says, oh, well, you got to pay us now. And it's like, what for? Oh, because you're running your business on the res. It's like, yeah, but that wasn't part of the agreement on the lease. It wasn't a part of the contract that I signed. It's like, yeah, but you need to still need to sign it. It's like, you know what? Go take me to court. Let's go settle this in court. Then, you know, if the judge can prove that I need to pay the tribe money, then I will. And whoever this person was just kind of working for the tribe, this ass kisser, <laughs> this brown noser end up just walking out of there. So now you imagine that if the tribe would only let so much, uh, I mean, if it would let anyone who wanted to start a business on the res let them do it without harassing them and without trying to, you know, charge them so much and put a lot of taxes on them. If they would have just let them have their business, would, would the coronavirus, uh, okay, I'll, I'll just go with pandemic. Would the coronavirus pandemic actually been as bad? So that's something you kind of have to wonder about is, you know, was it really all this China, Wuhan, lab rat, bat stuff? Uh, was it really all this uh, Donald Trump didn't do enough? Or was it all this uh, Dr. Fauci knew what he was talking about? Or was it all this not staying home? All these different factors that come in are just factors. And the main thing we got to kind of turn around and look at is our own people, which is sad because... Our own leaders are the ones that are going over there and saying, well, this is because of this reason. And um, as long as you Navajos are distracted and looking over there thinking, yeah, it is from the white man, then you won't notice us stealing the money from behind your back. The money that's supposed to go for better, better health care, better education, you know, better infrastructure for the reservation. That's where, you know, it really bothers me that, uh, the poor healthcare system that we have is broke down. And even as I said before, one of the veterans I know from Clagato, his, uh, sister 
she works in a hospital and even she was, she told him that there's, there's some weird stuff going on in the hospital that she is sworn to secrecy about. She's not supposed to tell anybody. And I was like, damn, why would a hospital be sworn to secrecy? You know, uh, one thing that we can all take away from this, uh, as far as death goes, that death is money and hospitals and pharmaceutical companies and governments working together to kill more people, to make more money. And it's like, what are you guys going to do with it anyways? You know, you can't take it with you. Um, I, I remember seeing this meme where there was a, a Ginny guy, he was, he was dead and, and there was his coffin right there. And inside he had like all his hundred dollar bills all in there and he was going to be buried with his money like that. And, and I was like, damn, you know, if you talk about materialism, that, that's pretty, it's pretty funny, but also it's pretty sad that he would do that. And then as far as Navajos go, if you were to bury yourself with all your money, well, then that's just going to be taboo for your family's lineage. You know, you guys will always be broken poor till you're all just buried six feet under with nothing left, you know? And so that's, uh, in the realm of, uh, taboo and, and all that. But, um, but those were the, the talking points that I wanted to bring out was because I didn't, I, I, I just didn't like the way people were looking at the Navajo nation. Like, Oh, they're just a bunch of sick Indians. Well, yeah, in a way we are, but you kind of think about why that's happening or why that even happened in the first place is because our corrupt leaders, they just can't help themselves. They, they want that money. They want to steal it. The, the former controller of the Navajo nation, Perlene Kirk, she is a perfect example of that system. And she was, um, hired to do a job, but you know, once Navajos get used to a job, they, they learned all the, the loopholes and they, they find a way to slack off on their job, but get more out of it. And that's what that, um, I mean, I'm assuming that's apparently what she did because that's kind of a, you know, dealing with all that money, especially that, that 700 million that came in and only like, what was it? 400 million was used and 300 million was sent back. That's kind of stupid right there. You know, it's like, well, at least steal the rest of the 300 million. Damn. Don't make us look like a bunch of idiots. You know, that's, that's even worse. You know, we're a bunch of unhealthy, stupid idiots that can't even get along, you know, and that's, you know, we're the perfect demographic to take the coronavirus out on because we're not going to research and we're just going to accept things the way they are. Oh, well, as long as we got that subject covered, we can go ahead and move on to the next one.